Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire, and I want to welcome you to the Game Changers podcast hosted by Michelle Dutrow. I personally cannot speak more highly of the value of mentorship, and this podcast will bring you some of the best. If you want some inspiration back with strategy of how to make your vision a reality, stay tuned and prepare to ignite. Welcome, everybody, to this week's Game Changer podcast. I am really fired up today to be talking to Bob McIntosh, who I would say I just met, but the reality is we haven't actually met yet. We talked briefly for about, oh, I don't know, maybe 20 seconds right before this interview and have not had much more time to chat. So we are going to get to learn about Bob together. Now, let me tell you how I tripped across Bob and how we did kind of come together. We both are attending a Thrive conference. I have referenced this in a couple of prior interviews, so if you haven't had a chance, jump back and listen to my first interview with Cole Hatter. He is the host and the person who is actually putting this entire conference together. That is October 16th through 18th, uh, coming right up here in a few days by the time this airs. You have a few days to jump on that website, see if this is for you, and come and join us. Also, there's another interview with Wes Chapman, who is one of the speakers at this conference, so you can learn more about that as well, and he is my second interview. So in this conference, there was a little private Facebook group that was set up that Bob and I are both in, and honestly, I don't know exactly how I tripped across him because there's a couple hundred people in this group, but here's what's unique about the timing of when I did. The night before... I was at a podcast meetup group here in San Francisco. There's about 10 people in this room, and three of us actually have a podcast that is live, me being one of them. The other people in this room all talked about their podcast that someday was going to launch. Mind you, these folks have every last detail figured out. They know every last thing about their episode. They know what the intention is. They know the format. These people have it more nailed than I ever did, and probably even do to this point, yet still hadn't launched, which was very perplexing to me how people could spend this much time and still kind of be stuck in this idea or mindset that it's just not good enough. Until it's perfect, I really can't launch. Mind you, I certainly own a fair amount of that because I talk about that in my zero zero episode and that sometimes you have to have some sort of leverage, some line in the sand where you say this is going to have to be good enough or quite frankly, it'll never go anywhere. And the only people that will know about it is me and my dog. So keeping that in mind, the next day, literally in this Facebook group, something came uh, rolling across where I, I saw Bob and what his work is. And it literally is about getting out of your own way, getting past this perfectionist syndrome. And I thought, You've, you really have got to be kidding me. This, this is the exact thing that I ran across last night. And if these people all met Bob, holy cow, I, I got to believe that their podcast would be launched by the end of the week. So <laughs> much so that his website is called donebp.com better than perfect. Being done is better than perfect. Uh, it's The whole thing is brilliant. The timing is uncanny. I moved this interview up so that you would have the chance to listen to him before the actual conference kicks off in case this is the final tipping point that you say, you know what, this is just someplace I need to be. Then uh, you know what, you got to meet this guy in person. You certainly have to jump on his website, take his test. I did. We're going to talk about my results here at some point during the show because I got, I got my results back, but it really is the <laughs> coolest thing. And he's put a lot of effort into this on top 
top of that, he's got a book coming out soon, soon to be released. So it's not too late to jump on so that you can be on the list so that as soon as it does get released, you're the first one in line for it. And I'm going to have him elaborate a little bit more on the title. I attempted to write it down, but being six in the morning with very little sleep here, I thought better off to just kick it over to him and he can elaborate for us. So with that, I am now going to turn this over to Bob McIntosh. I want you to fill in any of the gaps. Tell us a little bit more about your book and anything else that you have going on. Well, thank you. And I'm, I'm really super excited to be here. This is, it's interesting. It's been, it's been a long time to get to this point, you know, numerous years of building my own businesses and, and moving forward with that kind of stuff. But I'm super excited about this, uh, this podcast, the book coming up, which is really the result of um, one of the things I spend a lot of time doing is I travel around the country teaching entrepreneurs right now, mostly in the space of social media marketing. So helping them get their social media for their new business up and running and going and showing them how to automate all that. And after speaking with thousands of entrepreneurs over the last few years, the one universal thing that I always seem to run across that was always uh, there, that was always in the way, uh, was themselves. And I, I noticed this, and it wasn't just like, oh, a person here, or a person there, or whatever it is. It was just always, it was always the, the majority, and not every single person, but the majority of each room seemed to be that way. And so I, I took a lot of the knowledge that, uh, and experience that I had gained in kind of getting out of my own way. And what I had seen work for, you know, the thousands that I've spoken to get out of their own way and use that knowledge to hopefully uh, write this book and change some lives, I hope. Um, I guess my goal is even if just one person's life is impacted by this book, then it will have been worth my time to write it. So that's that's the goal. But obviously, you know, <laughs> want to help many, many more than that if I can. And then just to fill in some other minor details, I guess, you know, I, I've started out, uh, I started a real estate business with my dad actually in Buffalo, New York, which is where I am right now. I flew in late last night. We had some issues going on with a couple of our projects and we needed some extra manpower out here. Normally I'm in Los Angeles handling things from there because I don't need to be here very often. But since 2008 and we started this, I think I've only had to fly out to Buffalo uh, on a case like this where I just needed to be here maybe two or three times. So I, I like to consider myself, you know, our business pretty successful if, if for the most part I don't need to be here <laughs> to, to, to run it. But have that going. And then I also do a little bit of affiliate marketing and things like that. Um, not as much anymore, but my, my biggest focus lately is number one, this book and number two, working on uh, our coaching program and our, co our quarterly mastermind program for entrepreneurs to, to help them sort of realize they need to get out of their own way and, and then show them, you know, what they can do once they've, once they've sort of done that. So that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> cool. And Bob, give, give us the full exact title of the book. Oh, right. Um, so the exact title is Get Out of Your Own Way, Break the Perfectionist Mindset, and Unleash the Floodgates of Prosperity for Your Business. And you can uh, find out more about that uh, book and all of that at bobmackintoshbook.com. And that's where you'll also, actually right now, we I, I've just finished up, actually got a few more to, to do, but there's a few interviews. And what I've done is I've gone out to six, seven, eight, and even some nine-figure business owners and talked to them about what they've done to get out of their own way, asked them some very poignant questions throughout the, that process just to get their 
um, their take on this important topic for business. And so if you, if you sign up early before the book releases, you'll actually get access to all of those interviews. They're absolutely amazing interviews, in, in, in my opinion. And even, even for me, someone who, who wrote this book, I still learned a lot from these guys about getting out of my own way and, and how I can do an even better job about that and, and other things like that. So very, very powerful stuff there. Very cool. And for those of you, if you're driving, don't worry, all of this will be in show notes. So I will have links to every one of these sites that we're talking about throughout this conversation. So you can find more of that there. So, Bob, take us back. You had mentioned earlier that, you know, there was a point in time where you were in your own way and had to figure out how to break that mindset, that perfectionistic mindset, if you will. Mm -hmm. So going back to that time, were you clear as to where your life path was going to take you and what you wanted to do? Or did things turn along the way that brought you to where you are right now? Actually, it's, uh, it's a little bit of both. So I think at the time when I'm doing things, I'm always clear on where I want to head. However, life as it generally has a tendency to do throws things in, in your way that might change that path in an unexpected direction. So, you know, I, I went to a, a pretty decent school, maybe not Ivy League, but very, very good school. I got a job right out of school. I was actually the second highest offer that I, out of my entire major, which is pretty awesome. And so I kind of thought, all right, great. Here I am. You know, I'm, I'm doing this, doing this full time job. This is awesome. I got, you know, I'm getting paid a lot. I'm working my butt off. I'm traveling, which I wanted to do. Things were kind of great. And then my dad had actually started his own business with his dad when he was younger. And, and so I kind of quickly realized that, you know, maybe corporate life wasn't exactly for me. And then I kind of decided, Hey, I want to do entrepreneurship. And that took the form of real estate. And from there, you know, sort of, sort of did that. But what was interesting to me is that if you had told me even three, four years ago that I'd be going on, on stages in front of hundreds or thousands of people and absolutely just loving being on a stage and, and teaching and changing people's minds and, and, you know, in that context, I, I would have laughed at you because it definitely was not something that I would have thought. So I've always kind of been clear on what I want to do, but I think life throws those things at you and you, you take them as they come. But I, I look back at what I've done in the past few years and what I've been able to accomplish uh, in my business, writing this book, you know, doing everything that I've been doing. And I wouldn't change a single thing, even though it's not at all where I would have you know, told you I was going to end up at any point in time. And who knows where I'll be in, you know, five years, 10 years from now, but I'm excited to find out myself. <laughs> right. And I know that one of your goals is to impact 10,000 entrepreneurs this year, this year being 2015. Are you close? Uh, uh, we're getting there. I, I don't know. I, I haven't kept track of the exact number, but I know I'm, I'm at this point well over uh, well over 7,000, maybe close on to eight or 9,000. So it's it's getting pretty close. I think we're going to be be in there, but um, Excellent. We'll, we'll find out. <laughs> cool. And this book should certainly push it over the edge, I would assume. So that's, uh, so. yeah, super exciting. So I'm sure that the most important mindset that you would say that you have and that an entrepreneur should have or, f- you know, wrap their head around is this concept of getting out of your own way of getting, getting past this need to be perfect and just getting something done, getting started. What happened in your life? Because you had referenced saying, hey, there was a time that this was also me. What happened? What event happened to where you realized not only is this a problem, but I got to fix it. And how in that way back in the beginning stages, did you turn that around to get out of your own way to be able to launch or get a book done or whatever it is that you want to do and not hold back and wait for something to be absolutely perfect? 
Yeah. Um, so this is definitely something that I struggled with. My, my old full-time job was very focused on perfection and just getting everything, every little detail needed to be perfect before we would, you know, release a report for a client or, or you know, finish work up or, or whatever it was that we were doing. So what I found was, you know, and it, it, it kind of the benefit of hindsight now, but what I found was that that, uh, that corporate mentality had actually sort of infected my entrepreneurial mentality. And it was, was very, you know, detrimental to my business for quite a period of time. And I didn't really realize this until actually I had left my full-time job and, and gone to do what I do a lot of what I'm doing now. And in doing so, I actually work with a very great company, a lot of amazing mentors, and they have sort of shown me the error of my ways, I guess you could say. So I guess I would say is that to summarize that, basically, sometimes when you're in the middle of it, you don't know that you're in the middle of it. It's so hard to see out of where you are right now because you're there. And having that, that benefit of, of a great mentor and great coach to help you realize that is really where it goes. But there was, there was one specific moment I remember <laughs> um, that w where it really, really hammered it home for me. And I come from a super technical background. Um, you know, I went to a tech school and that, you know, I still love technology to this day. But what happened was I was working on a new website for a product that we were launching, an online digital product, information product. And I had spent, I don't even know how many hours, probably 50, 60, 70 hours building what I thought was this amazing website to launch this product. Not really realizing, you know, at the time saying to myself, oh my God, like, hey, I, I like building websites. I can do building, I, I can do this myself, whatever. And I, I get it finally to the point where I think it's, it's, you know, pretty perfect. And I send it off to one of my coaches and say, hey, you know, here's a website. What do you think? And the coach literally came back to me and said, is it done? Because it looks kind of like crap right now. And I was like, <laughs> oh, man. oh God, you gotta be kidding me. Like that was like that slap in the oh, face. And no. I don't think he, I don't think he intended it to be that. Right. Um, Cause he didn't know that I had spent all this time on it. Right. I um, mean, that, and that was for me was that moment where I went, oh my God, Bob, like how many, how many hours did you spend on this that you could have been doing anything else and you could have hired, you know, a virtual assistant for you know, 10 to $20 an hour to make this website and it probably would have been done 10 times faster and 10 times better than you would have got it done yourself and you know it was at that moment you know that i, I really went oh man like what this is this is just ridiculous you bob you've got to stop you've got to get out of your own way you've got to let you got to let people do the things that need to do them and you need to focus on what's going to you know ultimately make your your business grow and and that that was sort of a catalyst but if i hadn't had that that coach to really show me why you know, I need to do it on my own way, I think I, I might actually still be stuck in my own way you know, right now. Right. And wouldn't you agree from back at that time, the reality is there's no way you could have ever had 10 people in a room and all 10 people, to include yourself, said, oh, this is absolutely perfect. Right. There, there, there nothing ever is. Some, somebody in that room would have said, well, what about this? I don't like the color. What about the font? Right. At some point, it's done. Exactly, exactly. And I think this, actually what you said brings up a great point. And I, I talk about this in my book, actually, I have an entire chapter dedicated to it, but that's excellence over perfection. And realizing that they're, they're two different things. Something can be excellent and not be perfect. And it's, that's okay. And realizing that 
what we should be striving for when in, in business and anything, especially when we're starting our own business, is um, you know, is that idea of excellent? Is this great? Is this a good? Is this a good thing that I can feel proud of putting out there right now? Even if it's not perfect, because it doesn't have to be perfect. It's never going to be perfect. Perfect is an illusion that we that we strive for that we can't possibly reach. But is it is it an excellent version of what I need to put out there right now? And if, if you can say yes, I, I feel proud to say that this is excellent, then you, you know you've hit that that line, if you will, where I can say, Great, let's launch, let's put it out there, let's do it, let's execute, let's whatever it is we need to do, let's get it done, because this is where we're at. Exactly. And Bob, don't you think that in all honesty, to to go from good to great or great to excellent or excellent to triple excellent, whatever that next level is, it requires feedback. And the only way you're going to get feedback and hear the direction of what that next step should be or where you should take it, you'll never get if you don't put it out there to begin with. Absolutely. Couldn't, couldn't agree more. And, and you're going to get that feedback from your customers. You're going to get that right. feedback from your team. You're going to get that feedback. Hopefully you have a, a, a great mentor and an amazing coach. You want to get as much feedback as possible. But at the same time, don't let that feedback, don't let it hold you back from, from getting it done either. Put it out there. And I, I think what you'll find, is, especially, um, this has been very true for myself too, is that People are very forgiving. They understand they're, we're all human. We're all going to make mistakes. We all know that things are not going to be perfect. But as long as you deliver an excellent product, an excellent service, an excellent whatever, and, and you admit if you, if you screwed up, you messed up, you missed something, whatever it is, you say, Hey, yep, we, you know, we didn't do that, you know, as well as we could have. Let, let's figure it out. Let's fix it. And then you do actually follow through and fix that. You live up to your word of saying, Hey, this wasn't perfect, but it's okay. We're, we're working on it. Here's the next best version. You're going to find that uh, m- most everybody is going to forgive that, that lack of perfection. And they understand it too. And the few that don't, the few that are going to sit there and say, hey, like they're going to pick you apart about it, they're not really your customers anyways. Because no matter how much you do, no matter how how perfect uh, it is, they'll always find something else that they think that you could have done better. And we can't please everybody. But as long as, as, long as we're putting good stuff out, we're going to get good stuff back. Right. No, I absolutely could not agree more. And for anybody listening who has stuck with this into this fourth episode – hopefully knows, or you heard my zero zero episode or have read my blog. This has been absolutely that my first couple, I wasn't even recording. I had crazy feedback in my ears. It was a nightmare. I had technical issues. It launched ahead of time. The list goes on. But the reality is if I didn't go through that, I wouldn't be at the point now of figuring those things out to get to here. And I know that in the next 50 to 100 episodes, it'll only keep going and, and heading in a positive direction. But to the point, if you don't get started, you never know. So I, I love this concept. I love what you're doing. I can't wait for your book to come out. I'm going back to that podcasting group and I'm going to hand everybody a free copy. So I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, very, awesome. fi- I'm very fired up, very, very timely. So now coming uh, to current time in your life, what do you do on a sort of a, a daily ritual or daily practice to make sure, because it's very easy to slip, right? That mm-hmm. we start to let that kind of mind shatter get in our head again of, oh, God, is this, is this really good enough? Especially, you know, you've got, a, you've got a book that you have coming out. I'm sure that at one point in time, you've got to say, that's it. These words are going to, this is how this is going to stay. This can't get better. <laughs> what, what do you do at this point every day to make sure that you're living by this mindset as well? Yeah. Um, and it's, well, first and foremost, for anyone listening, I want to say it's a process. It takes time. You know, I didn't just wake up yesterday, decide to write a book and say, okay, great. I'm a, you know, I'm a mindset expert at this point. You know, it's been, it's been years in the making, but I hope to accelerate that process for you by, you know, by writing this book. But 
I, I would say there's two things that have helped me keep this mindset at the forefront. And they're, they're, as weird as it sounds, they're actually, they're not necessarily directly related, but indirectly related. And the first thing is that I try to list out every morning and every night the things that I'm grateful for. And what I've found, you know, and, and, and it could be anything. It could be something just, you know, as small as, you know, I was grateful to have an amazing taco for dinner tonight, you know, or whatever it is, like just little things. And it could be big things like, you know, I'm grateful to my parents for never questioning all the craziness when I said, oh, I want to do this and I want to do this. They said, okay, great, go do it. And it could be small to big. But what I found in my experience is that if I'm focused on why I'm grateful for things, it becomes much easier for me to put something out there because I know that someone else might take this content, this product, this service, this coaching call, this mastermind, this whatever it is that, that they've gotten from me. And that could be on their list of something to be grateful for, for today. Even if it's not 100% perfect, they still found a lot of value and they pulled from it. And so by, by listing those things out, you know, it changes your mindset when you're grateful for things on a constant basis and you realize what you are grateful for. It just makes it so much easier for, for me to say, hey, let's put this out there. Who, you know, what, what can I do to, to make someone else be grateful for this content today? And it, it becomes a lot easier to do things like that. Um, and then the second thing is I try uh, whenever I can, and it doesn't happen every day, but I try to do it every day if I can, is to thank at least one person for just being awesome, for being there, for being a part of my life, for being a part of my business, for being uh, whatever it is. And ideally, if I can, you know, do this in the context of they don't expect it or, you know, they weren't, they weren't expecting to get that, that praise, I think it's helpful. This will become important more as you start to grow your team. And, and part of the idea of a lot of what I talk about in the book and getting out of your own way is that you need to have a team. We can't all do it alone. There's no possible way that we can do everything that we need to do in business by ourselves. It doesn't mean that I need to go out and hire 50 people. It can be one or two virtual assistants helping out with random topics here and there. But when you let your, your team know and you let the people around you know that you're thankful for them as well, it brings back a, a good positive vibe. And I found that it's always easier for me to, to do things and, and feel more accomplished and feel more like what I have is, is actually gotten done and it's good enough to go out. If I, if I'm in a positive mindset myself, if I'm, if I'm in a very negative mood, I feel bad about something, which, you know, does happen. Thankfully, not as much anymore as it used to, but we're still going to have those bad days. You know, watching someone else smile because I said thank you will immediately, you know, turn my day around for myself. And then all of a sudden, my entire outlook on what I'm working on and what I'm doing changes as well. So even though they're not, you know, they're not may not be directly related, I, I think these two things are something that I, I try to do every single day that really have helped me grow quite a bit. And and for those people who are listening or have been listening and will continue to, because I've actually got recorded about nine or 10 interviews at this point, the thing that is super cool is that every single person has said gratitude is what has gotten me to where I'm at. And it's going to be the thing, the single thing that will continue me on the trajectory that I'm headed toward. And, and it, it right to be a game That's changer, so it's the foundation. It, it truly is. It's, it's amazing. Every single solitary person has said exactly what you said. Gratitude. That's that's absolutely amazing. I love that. And, and just, just to give, uh, I, I guess, give a more real world, you know, tangible example, because I, I know, for, for a lot of folks listening, and because I, I knew this was true for me, I was like, I, I would hear this and be like, yeah, 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 I get it. Okay, yeah, 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 I get it. But you don't really get it until you get it. And just to give, I guess, a real world tangible example of what this has done for me is, is you know, in the last few years, 
um, I, I've connected with, like I said, thousands of people and, you know, I've given them everything I have to give them. And now, and I've been grateful for that experience and I let them know that I am because I truly am. I'm, I'm honored to be considered someone that they look up to for education, for information, for whatever it is. And, and now it's sort of my turn to ask for something uh, with this book and the response so far from the people that, that know me and have been, you know, in my circle of influence has been absolutely overwhelming. And I never, never would have gotten this response if I wasn't grateful for them, you know, looking up to me in the first place, if I wasn't grateful for, for the opportunity to be in front of these people in the first place. And, I, and so this is, you know, hopefully for those of you listening who are, are sitting there thinking, okay, yeah, I get it, but you, you, you may not to- totally get it yet. There are real world tangible examples of this happening. And, and that's just one uh, example for me. Right. I no, I could not I could not agree more. So I'm curious as to how you're gonna answer this next question, but I'm I'm certainly gonna ask it. Single best advice. If somebody is listening and they say, Gosh, I'd I'd really like to kickstart my life, right? I'd I would like to be a game changer in some way. I'd like to make a, a positive difference in someone else's life, whether that be one person or hundreds of thousands of people. I'm kind of stuck right now. I'm, I'm not really sure what my next step is. I'm maybe stuck in this perfectionistic mindset or I've been working on something for 10 years that's still stuck in my basement. What is the single best piece of advice you have somebody that wants to get going with their life right now? Um, the, the best advice I can tell you right now is that you need to have a great coach and great mentor. Really, I, I don't honestly know that I would be here now without someone else pointing out, you know, intentionally or unintentionally, the error of my ways. And a lot of times I think we're too stuck in our own ways to, to figure that out. So, you know, you, I think you got to have, you know, actually, I, I you both great coaches and mentors. I honestly believe there's a difference between the two and a, I won't dive too much into detail, but a mentor is just someone who's helping you because they want to help you and a, a coach is someone that you need to pay to help you. And I, I think there's a place for both in your life, especially as you, if you're trying to get things out and done, is just let them help you to, you know, to realize what, where you need to be. And, and it's also just great to have that sounding board to say, Hey, is, is this done enough? You know, am I crazy or are we good to go? I think that is, if I could give anyone that, you know, one thing to focus on, it would be that one thing. Perfect. And for those of you, if you haven't listened to my very first interview with Cole Hatter, when this is done, go back and check that out because he talks an awful lot about mentorship as well. So it's again, common thread and clearly a common thread for all folks who are truly game changers. So I certainly appreciate yeah. that. Absolutely. And I know, I know Cole, a lot of Cole's mentors and coaches have been the same as mine. So hopefully I'm on the same trajectory as he is. And there it I, is. I'd like to think, I'd like to think so anyway. So th- there it is. There it is. Super fired up. So last but not least, in closing, the final question, what do you absolutely believe to be true? that has gotten you to where you are today? I, again, I, I want to say it's almost the same as the single piece of advice, which is just surrounding yourself with the right people. Just to give you, a, I guess, a, a more tangible example of this, I had a full-time job, and, and when I first got that job, I absolutely loved it. It was a lot of fun. I got paid very well. I got to travel a lot, and so it was perfect. But, and I did that for six years. And while that job was very fulfilling for a period of time, what happened over time was that I started, I kind of ended up being surrounded by a lot of negative Nancys, just people who were always, you know, nothing's ever good enough, nothing's ever perfect, nothing's ever right, you know, there can always be improvement, but always be improvement in that negative way, like you've, you know, you've, you've effed up and, uh, and you need, you know, you need to, f- to fix, you know, this. 
And I didn't realize it until kind of getting away from those people, but the, you really are, you know, the sum of, and the number always changes, but I always say the six people that you spend the most time with. And I looked at the, at, you know, I looked at the people that I was spending the most time with and realized, wow, these guys are super negative. And then I looked at my interactions with people and I sat down and I said, wow, like, you know, I, I looked at some of the emails that I had sent to some of my, you know, early on customers and they were very negative. I didn't think they were at the time. I, you know, I thought I was justified in saying the things I was saying, but I look back now and I go, oh my God, I can't believe I wrote that. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think you need to take a, a very close look at the, the people that you surround yourself with, you know, that you spend the most time with and not just in business, but in your life as well. And I think you're going to find that a lot of times for many of us, and it's not true for everybody, but for many of us, our friends and family are sometimes the ones that we need to distance ourselves from the most because our friends and family often have the biggest best interest in keeping you where you're at right now because they like you where you're at right now and they see your trajectory going up someplace different and they don't know that. That's scary for them. That's different. It's change. So they, they have a vested interest in keeping you where you are right now. And so sometimes we just need to take a step back and say, hey, who, who are the people I'm spending the most time with right now? And and are they the right people for me, for my business, for my growth, for what I want to achieve? And, and if not, you know, we need to sort of distance ourselves. And I, I don't mean to say that, you know, with my family and my friends or anything like that, that I, I don't still love them because I have great friends that are amazing friends. But I know that they'll never be at the level that I'm at with their current mindset. And that's okay. If they're, if they're happy where they're at, that's totally fine. And I'm happy for them that they're happy. But I also know that uh, maybe that means I need to spend a little bit less time talking or being around them because I need to focus on the people who are going to impact my life and let me get to where I know I need to be. Right. No, I could not agree more. At, at the end of the day, you will become your environment. So be insanely mindful of what that environment is. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Couldn't agree more. So if everybody out there said, holy cow, I just want more of this guy and what he has to say, and this is the message I need to continue to hear, where can people go? to find out more about you, your coaching practice, this book, anything else that you have going on? Where is that? Uh, so a couple of places. Uh, obviously, the book, which I said, you can check out at bobmackintoshbook.com. Definitely get there, get those interviews before the book releases You know, here very, very soon. The other place that I would say lots of just great free content around mindset and getting out of your own way is at the website for our business, which is donebp.com, D-O-N-E-B-P.com, which stands for done is better than perfect. You can definitely go there. And then right now, our, our coaching and, and masterminds are fairly full, but we are still looking for a couple of people here and there. So the best thing I would say actually right now is just to email me directly because I'm very, I guess I'll say I'm very picky about who I want to work with just because I know my time is so limited, but they can email me directly at bob, B-O-B, at donebp.com and just let me know that they have some interest in that and we'll uh, we'll sit down and talk and, and see what makes the most sense and, you know, if I can help them out. I'm always, always trying to help as many as I can you know, just in the coaching aspect, sometimes it's a little bit more difficult because it's one-on-one. -on -one. So that's, that's me. <laughs> Very cool. Well, I'll tell you coming full circle, why I encourage you to jump on these websites, certainly the donebp.com. 
full circle. Back in the beginning, I said, he has a test that you can take, which, which I did. And, uh, and turns out, Bob, I am apparently a B student, which, uh, <laughs> man, I was really thinking I was going to be an A student. I don't know why, because I never was. So clearly this many years in, I still am not. But, uh, but you know what? I am, I'm going to keep working for that A. And the one thing that I love about what your test results come back with, again, you got to jump online and take this test because the feedback that you get is uh, you sit there and look and go, how in the world does this thing know me so well? But, but part of that feedback was, uh, if things become too complacent or too easy, I'm going to get bored and not try. And that could not be more accurate about me. If something is not challenging, and I think that's what happens to our school system, right? The reality is kids that get put on Ridlin are, are, and I'm not going to say all of them, but certainly a, a lot of them aren't challenged in a way that they find stimulating or challenging. And so they get bored and just kind of drift off. And it's not because they're a bad student or a bad kid or they're not smart. They just need to be challenged. And and so this test, the work that you're doing, like I said, I, I really encourage people to jump on and I can promise you no matter what you're doing or where you are in life, there is tremendous value in this and in learning more about you and, and what you can do truly to get out of your own way. So I, I'm a, a huge fan and I, I'm in line for your book, so I can't wait. <laughs> and just so everybody knows, you can, you can access that test once you sign up for the, uh, for the book at BobMcIntoshBook.com. It'll take you right to that test to take that mindset quiz and kind of figure out where you're at. And Michelle, just to let you know too, it, it's not so much uh, th that B result is not so much to say, hey, you got a B instead of an A. It's more to let you know, here's your mindset type. Now you understand where you're at and now you can start to figure out what makes sense for you because everyone's different. That student who, the student who gets the, that A, if you will, they need something different from themselves than someone who got that B who gets bored and, and different than the person who's, who got the C. They're, they're all, they're, there's not, there's not a, a, and this is something I, I kind of talk about in my book a little bit, but not to go too much more detail here, but you know, it's, it's not about achieving the grade. It's about understanding where you're at and what the next step is. And so, so if you got to be, that's awesome. I'm actually, I would classify myself in that same column. And I, I dealt with that same thing. My, my high school did not challenge me at all. I was that kid who didn't do any of my homework, but would still score, you know, nineties on my tests, which always angered my teachers. Cause they were like, Ugh. and I'm like, well, just make it harder. And maybe I'll need to study, but I, you don't. And so I don't need to. You know, and, and so it's 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 interesting, but yeah, definitely, definitely, that quiz is a, a super powerful thing to help you underst start understanding where you're at and where you need to go from there. Couldn't agree more. And thank you for uh, closing this by making me feel better about myself. So there we <laughs> so awesome. so there we go, Bob. You you should have been a, a high school teacher because I bet I would have tried harder for somebody who's going to champion my B right along. So uh, I <laughs> I love it. I love our time together, and I uh, really. With immense gratitude, appreciate your time here this morning. I know how busy you are, and this was literally with absolutely no notice so that I could get this show out ahead of the uh, conference. So I appreciate you altering things in order to pull this off for me. So thank you very much. Absolutely. It was my pleasure to be on. And thank you for, thank you for reaching out to me. It's always, always awesome to be part of, you know, the, these things and, and grow and learn and, and help other people because that's really what I'm all about at the end of the day. There it is. All right. Thanks everybody for being here and we'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening in on this episode of the Game Changers podcast. The next step is to hit the subscribe button to make sure you never miss an episode or any of our incredible guests. Thanks again, and we'll talk to you next time.